Hello. Hello. What's up, baby? Hey, baby. It's Aaron and Nicole. Welcome to Dude That's Fucked Up, a the, podcast. The podcast. The podcast. Uh, a that podcast. A the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> B. You're welcome. <laughs> For the premium content. Uh, C, for the premium content. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I hope everybody's having a good week. Yeah. It's, um, man, we're well into 2020 here. Oh, my God. What a time. feel like I'm living in the future every day. Mm-hmm. Anytime I write 2020 or just 20, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't write the full 20. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't write any dates, really. I mean, I type them, I guess. I think I was feeling out of form the other day, and I was like, 2020. Ooh. Ooh. It felt so cool to, like, not fuck up and put 2019, you know? Yeah. It's great. <laughs> oh, You man. did it. Well, I did it. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. You can relax now into 2020. I, I feel good. Uh-huh. Um, any business? Um. Oh, yeah. I guess – well, we changed our um, hosting platform again. Yes. So there's been like a little bit of um, – we've like run into some troubleshooting we've had to do. Yeah, some integration uh, hiccups when we switch platforms. Yeah. Uh, I think everything should hopefully be fine by now, but Spotify ha- wasn't uh, pulling the the feed. Um, yeah. Because they're very – they have their own separate – thing and so like it's it's a whole it's, it's a whole, whole it's a whole other thing honestly so. yeah it'll it'll be back up soon i think uh if it's not already it doesn't look like it is something's funky with like yeah the feed to it, them and we have to like we're working with them on it yeah we have to like resubmit it to them and it's a whole <sighs> whole thing yeah so, um so sorry for that if you listen on spotify and are, have been having issues uh we were able to get everything back up on all the podcatchers easily and and yeah. like itunes and whatnot um but if you listen on something i think google play should be fine I hope. Mm-hmm. um so does that still exist i don't even know i only like it's weird because i know there's like a bajillion podcatchers cool uh <laughs> fake number <laughs> Well, because I don't know actually how many there are, so I didn't want to be like, oh, there's a billion, and the people are like, there's not a billion podcatchers, Nicole, and then I'm like, fuck you. At least 45. (laughs) Is there? I mean, there's a lot. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, literally any other podcatcher will be able to pull it in, but it's just Spotify's weird, which is wild because it's, it's like more annoying than iTunes, which is an Apple product. Which you think would be the worst. Well, I mean. The most, um, the most, like, temperamental. Yeah, yeah. exclusive. Like, the most, like, hard to work with just because, like, they're elitist. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And, like, Spotify is of the people, I feel like. Yeah. So, sorry about that. Um, let us know if whatever you listen on is having any issues, but, because it's so hard to keep track of all the things. But, um, yeah, we were, uh, so sorry for the... For the um, annoyance of yeah. that. Hopefully it's working now. Um, so that's a business. We have literally five shirts left in the, oh my God. In the uh, merch store. Three large, two extra large. Yeah. That's the right. end. No. Yeah. No, I think that's right. Or three extra large, two large. I can't remember. Oh, my God. Either one. Yeah. Um, we have plenty of stickers and magnets, though. So feel free to check those out. We are still trying to figure out what we want to do for a design for the next T-shirt. Mm-hmm. So let us know if you have any ideas um, about that. Yeah. What do you want to see? Yeah. And uh, just hit us up. Um, yeah. I okay. think that's it. I think that's good. The website's dtfupodcast.com. 
Oh my god. Um, anything fucked up for you this week? Um, oh, that was a weird noise my mouth just made. Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, the worst thing that happened this week, I guess, that's like fucked up and but not that bad. Mm. Uh, is well, I'm addicted to Nashville hot chicken. Mm. I've been eating it at least once a week. <laughs> I talk about it a lot to all my friends. I just love it so much. If there's an opportunity for me to eat it, I want to eat it. So on Monday, it was like a holiday, and so Pete was home. And so we went to um, Jaybird's at the hangar at the Long Beach Exchange, which is very good hot chicken. And usually I get the medium. Um, but I, I was like, I'm going to get hot because it's like not that hot. And I think I can handle the next one up, which I totally could. Like yeah. I ate it and I was like, oh, I'm fine. I'm like maybe like a few beads of sweat on my forehead or, you know, like. You got your sweat stash happening. Yeah. 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 But yeah. not even like, it was like barely, it was like just like a little mist. It mm, wasn't even mm, like full mm. beads, you know? Sure, sure, sure. And I was like, oh, that was fine. So delicious. Rest of the day, fine. Mm, into the evening. And then I was like, ooh, my stomach feels real weird. Oh, no. And then it was unpleasant for, like, the next three days. <laughs> Dude, okay. <laughs> this is my fucked up, too. I think there's a stomach bug going around. Oh. Because I had the same thing. And I didn't eat anything wild. I didn't – I was eating – You, you know, caught Jack's diarrhea I think, from <laughs> – Yeah, so I – on the uh, – Patreon bonus episode, I was talking about how Jack had diarrhea for, like, a couple days straight. Yeah. And, like, was blowing out left and right. Yeah. Of all his diapers because he was also, like, transitioning from a smaller size to a bigger size yeah. diaper. And it's just a recipe for disaster. Oh, my Yeah. God. So it was just, like, a nightmare. And then a few days later, I got – like, I've been sick for – not sick, but just bowels have been loose. <laughs> <laughs> for – for the past few days, and I haven't been. I, you want a tight bowel. Yeah, you want, you want your bowels to be tight and firm, right. yeah. high and tight, <laughs> and toy. they have not been. <laughs> They've been loose and low. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's like some sort of st- stomach bug going around. <laughs> well, I did it to myself. Yeah, I but- know what it was. It was. Are you sure? Because if oh, you yeah. had it for three days, that's like... Oh, no, no. It wasn't diarrhea. It oh, was like oh. some like burning butthole sensations oh, okay. and like tingles okay. and itching. And it was um, <laughs> aggravated assault on my butthole <laughs> that I did to myself. Uh, it's yeah. like the reverse fisting or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Because it's like coming out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone was fisting me from the inside mm, out. <laughs> yeah. Tough. Oh, that, what a mental image. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Well, well oh, sorry about that whole uh, exchange. Yeah. Um, well, honestly, if we didn't open with a load of shit for this episode, I'd be really bad, upset. Yeah, because this whole topic is a whole <laughs> load of shit. If you weren't, if you weren't uh, ready for us to talk about literal shit, we're now going to talk about, uh, you know, some figurative shit. Totes. I think. I think. Um, today's topic is the lost city of Atlantis. <laughs> oh, Atlantis. <laughs> now, not that crazy mega resort that's in the Bahamas. That's the only one I care about, honestly. Since I saw it those commercials. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing, though. I remember seeing those commercials when I opened, and there was like a fucking 
it like the commercial had a person going in a water slide through like oh. aquariums and shit. Where there's like dolphins and shit. Oh, oh my God. and like people scuba diving in like tanks about like it is a wild place. And it always looked so amazing. Mm. But my feeling about it now is that it probably has like they probably haven't maintained it. So it's more of like a treasure island. Right. So I think there's so many different tiers of uh of oh, play like they have so it's an it's a mega resort so there's not just like one oh. place where you can stay there's like multiple multiple towers in like price ranges in which like some of them like the big one where there's like that bridge across and it looks so cool yeah and where all the like pools are that one's like hella expensive it's oh, like okay you are spending an arm and a leg to stay there oh my but God. then there's they have like a lower budget lower tier uh tower that's like in the parking lot behind the fucking <laughs> next know. to the CVS. <laughs> yeah, next I was gonna say by the by the Walmart. That's like thirty miles down the road. No, but like seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like a you know it's like on the level of a higher end motel basically. Right, right. Um, and I I was just like clicking around because obviously I was researching the actual well, quote unquote actual lost city of Atlantis, and then this kept popping up anytime I was like Googling something, like the resort. And so then I just kept reading reviews about how terrible some of the places were to stay. And it just was like, man. Oh my God. Because it's, you know, not everybody can afford to stay in the like huge suites of the mm. hotel. So yeah. anyway. The good part? The good the like yeah. newer good updated part. Yeah. And like the 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 shittier one is extremely shitty. Is it its own? It's it's its own island. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. It just it, it's like a ridiculous. I'm, place, I'll though. never go there. Like I, I know. It, I mean, unless it was free and like someone was like, "Hey, do you want to go here?" And I'd be like, "Okay," but like I will never plan myself no, no. and spend my own money to go there. Sure. Probably. There's so many places in this world to go that yeah. like if you're going to be spending that much money, I think. Yeah. On airfare and everything else, like there's tons more places you could go that are much better. Yeah. And more comfortable and less touristy and and adults only adults only yeah <laughs> exactly so uh anyway not the not the mega resort okay we're oh, not talking right. about the mega we I, have, I want to actually but... I, I know that's we should have pivoted that's its into own, that that's its own topic that's its own whole fucking yeah. shit show um but i bet it's cool in yeah. so many ways um anyway so no we're actually talking about the legendary lost city of atlantis today oh my god and um all the theories that are around it, mm -hmm. where it is, um, and I think what I mostly want to talk about is how it's not real, despite uh, some bus driver, quote unquote, historians. Uh -huh. We're not talking about bus driver scientists. Right, they're the cousins of the bus driver yeah, scientists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, maybe the forklift forklift <laughs> operators historians. I don't know. They're the they're bulldozer historians. No, they're um. Snowplow historians. Like, I feel kind of bad for saying this because, like, my brother's a forklift operator. So, and he's pretty, he's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. But yeah. he's no historian. No. Okay. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Well, that's what we're saying with this because yeah. we weren't, we never were disparaging bus drivers. No. We were disparaging the person specifically. Yeah. Who wrote the book on spontaneous human combustion? Who had been a bus driver, right? Who did not have a PhD in right. any kind of science. They had a license. They had a license to drive, to drive. not to kill. 
Not to teach. Not to teach. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so no, we're not disparaging uh, bus drivers here. We're disparaging people who think they, they're like the well actually or the mansplainers of the world that are, think that they have hit on something very, um, that nobody else in the world ever yeah. has before and that they are just oh the God. light and the truth. Well, you know, they all have a YouTube channel. Mm. So, yeah, it's this – I will go into it in a bit, but that's what we're talking about today. I watched – I watched so many dumb videos. Mm. I found this one guy. Now I can't think of his name and I don't want to plug him, so who, who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, But he – is like one of the leading YouTubers when it comes to like this bullshit. He would he like literally was making pilgrimages to like fucking deserts and shit to try and find this place and like is convinced he found it. And I'm just like oh, someone someone just like send me a lobotomy gram to my door, please. <laughs> um or like an edible arrangement, but instead of fruit, it's all sleeping pills. Yeah. And then I'll just eat that and it, it's go a- bye bye. <laughs> Yeah, it just gives you like amnesia. Yeah. Oh man. Or it kills me. Um, or that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't have to live in a world where this guy has a YouTube channel and a and million money. subscribers. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. <sighs> well, so Atlantis is. If you're like, what the fuck is even Atlantis? Like, I don't understand. I've you know you maybe heard about it in pop culture or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Atlantis is supposedly a lost city that had a bunch of powerful, rich, hot, and very advanced people living in it. <laughs> So, I so it was like L.A. Yeah, obviously. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if uh, some of these people around here are advanced, though. Um, no, it was like fucking. Uh, it was like, uh, uh, what's that? Uh, Davos. <laughs> I don't know. No, it was like um, Salt Lake City, but this time of year, or no, um, Park City this Park time City. of year when it's Sundance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. sure, sure. It's sure, like, sure. oh, it's Sundance. It's. South by Southwest every every all once the a year. smartest hottest yeah. coolest people with like a richest great, great oh my god they had so many Biggest treasures following treasures everywhere oh my god uh yeah so they're just like all in this city and it's just popping so but what it actually was was a fictional island which was mentioned within an allegory on the mm-hmm. hubris of nations in Plato's work Timius and Critias, mm-hmm. uh, where it represents, like Atlantis itself as a fictional allegory, represents the antagonist naval power that besieges ancient Athens. Oh. Um, it's the pseudo historic embodiment of Plato's ideal state in the Republic. What does that mean for like a regular person? So it's just a made up place to illustrate to an allegory is basically yeah. like a thing that's not necessarily real. It's a story. It's like a metaphor or something. It's a metaphor mm. to or just like a a, a symbolic thing mm. that a real thing might play up against. Oh, okay. To so um like the book Animal Farm. Right. Yeah. Is about communism. Communists. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, the, in this allegorical as- aspect of Atlantis was taken up in a bunch of other works, uh, including like utopian works of lots of Renaissance writers, mm. like Sir Francis Bacon, um, his book, The New Atlantis and Thomas More's Utopia. Mm. These are very famous works and they talk about Atlantis, but only allegorically, not, not as like a real place. In, um, 
six degrees, can you connect Francis Bacon to Kevin Bacon? Probably. (laughs) I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Uh, He was sent out to explore by Queen Elizabeth II. Or first, I mean. Uh, All the Elizabeth movies. Starring Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett is in a million movies. Also, so is Kevin Bacon. At some point, they have crossed paths. They are. Kate Blanchett is in the Woody Allen movie with Alec Baldwin. Oh. Has Alec Baldwin ever connected to. Wait, Alec. And then Alec Baldwin is on. I don't know. We could do this. We could do this. Okay, okay. I'm trying to think of. Um... Movies. The only movie I could think of with with uh, Kevin, Bacon. Kevin Bacon is Tremors. <laughs> no, but also Hollow Man. Hollow Man. Okay, okay. He was also in. Um... Wait. Okay. 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 I have it. I have it. Wait. Let me do it. Let me okay, do it. Go, okay. Go, I go, have go. it. Okay. Oh, and Alec Baldwin. Yeah, no, 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 I have it. Okay. Okay. Uh. Uh. Okay. So, um, Sir Francis Bacon was sent on his missions or whatever by Queen Elizabeth. Kate Blanchett played Queen Elizabeth in a movie. Um, uh, Kate Blanchett, Kate Blanchett was in Blue Jasmine. Okay, but also Kate Blanchett was in Blue Jasmine with Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin and Meryl Streep were in a movie. I forget what it's called, but Steve Martin's also in it. Alec Baldwin plays her ex-husband. Alec. It's complicated. It's complicated. Okay. Yeah. So so it goes Kate to Alec, Alec to Meryl. Meryl was in the movie River Wild with fucking Kevin Bacon. He was the bad guy, bitch. Oh my god. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Nailed it. Wow. That took us a minute, but oh my we god. got there. We not with the magic of editing. <laughs> we did it. And then okay, now I'm gonna go. Okay, okay. You have deeper. a different I'm oh, going okay. deeper with this. Oh, okay. Kevin Bacon and Meryl Streep were taught how to row down the river, the rogue, by one of my mother and father-in-law's good friends. Oh, my God. This is how you personally connect. This is how I'm personally connected to Sir Francis Bacon. Their friend, Cindy, taught Meryl Streep how to fucking row. Oh, my God. And so that's why she looks like such a badass in River Wild. Yeah. So basically, I know Meryl Streep and Kevin Bacon. And Sir Francis Bacon and and Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. Oh, and Kate Blanchett and Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Ugh. Well, this should we should end there because I think so. that's honestly a yeah. high. But I really don't care about anything else. No, no I can't kidding. believe we did that. We're so smart. Oh my god. Okay, so Atlantis not real, but yeah. how did we? How did we? Like, let's let's go let's go into this. Let's, okay. Let's. How did this happen? Yeah. Who's how did this happen? Who's responsible for making Atlantis a thing? Yeah. Um, not, not Plato. Like he, I think was pretty clear when he wrote his works of fiction that this was not a real place. Okay. Um, and maybe like some things got misconstrued over time because it was like a long ass time ago. Yeah. It was a long time ago. It was like in like the 300s BC. Yeah. So, um, so if you're thinking like who brought, who, who brought this back out of the, the, out into the light. Yeah. And who made this a thing again? Um, who tried real hard to make this a thing? Who tried so hard to make this a thing? Was it a archaeologist? Was it? Nope. <laughs> Geographer? No. It was definitely a historian then, right? That brought this. It had to be because who else would do this? 
No, it wasn't. <laughs> shockingly, it was a stupid idiot <laughs> named Ignatius Donnelly. Oh God, he was a former Minnesotan congressman in the 1800s oh, who fancied himself a real smart guy. Ugh. He and, would. Yeah, he was just he was a kind of a proto-Trump, honestly. He was out there talking about fake news, and he was a con man. He uh, w- he had to flee. I think he would, like actually was from Philadelphia or Pennsylvania somewhere. He had to leave that state because he had so much uh, outstanding debt and was in financial trouble. So he, oh he like, had to go to the Midwest before it was like even – all settled. <laughs> he just had wagons full of snake oil yeah. and then was stuck in a pyramid scheme and had to like flee. Oh, he literally was setting up a pyramid scheme, oh like God. trying to start like a commune kind of kibbutz yeah, 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 yeah. kind of farm, Oh, like a communal farm. And uh-huh. then that all went bankrupt and then oh he had to like move again. So anyway, this guy so obviously got into politics. Uh, yeah. Obviously. I mean. And uh, he, in the 1800s, he was just out here doing all kinds of crazy shit. But in 1882, he published this book called Atlantis, The Antediluvian World. Mm. This ended up becoming a bestseller, and a lot of people took the book seriously. Oh, no. So, well, uh, because there was no fiction section, you know what I mean? Like, they're not like, well, everybody was like, I don't have time to read this bullshit. Like, (laughs) but then something kind of fun and sexy and exciting comes along, and they're like, okay. It's like finally not the Bible, and they're like, yeah, (laughs) oh, this is kind of fun. Oh, look at this. There's, it sounds so fancy and exotic and far away and watery. Yeah. And I think this was, yeah, this was just a time where everybody was really trying to get some escapism going for themselves. Sure. Um, so Donnelly suggested that Atlantis, whose story was told by Plato, like we said, mm-hmm. um, was real and had been destroyed during the same event remembered in the Bible as the Great Flood. Ugh. So antediluvian uh, refers to the time period chronicled in the Bible between the fall of humans and the Genesis flood narrative in the Bible. Hmm. So like when God was like, oh, I fucked up. I didn't do it right the first time. Let's just. I just sketch this shit away and yeah, start yeah. over. Uh, that was the ante- close it down. That was the antediluvian time, um, and this term found its way into early geology and science until the late Victoria era. Hmm. So people like actually were out here like making science around this Yikes. idea of like a great flood, um, and maybe like something. Uh, interesting like that happened to a degree like there was some ice ages but i don't know about a flood situation and like people maybe weren't around then right no no yeah Yeah. so i mean there were but there it's like but it's like proto people yeah they're early ancestors yeah so anyway so he cited um research on the ancient maya civilization by Charles Etienne Brasseur de Bourbourg and Augustus Le Plongeon, mm. claiming that it had been the place of a common origin of ancient civilizations in Africa, hmm. uh, especially ancient Egypt, um, oh, right. Europe, Be- and the Americas. Because the Mayans also have like a v- kind of a version of Atlantis. Yeah, I okay. think like El Dorado is oh similar, or maybe oh, okay. I don't know. So. It's like one of those folk stories of like a lost civilization that literally every yeah it's, like it's a people has had. It's a common trope yeah. in any kind of folklore. Okay. Um. So he thought this. So this is where it gets very white supremacy. Oh. So he thought it was uh 
Atlantis was that it, uh, th- sorry, he thought Atlantis had been the original home of an Aryan race whose red haired, blue eyed descendants could be found in Ireland. Oh, so uh, it's, I don't understand how you get, uh, ancient civilizations in Africa and Egypt that are based off of an Aryan race. I don't, I, it's just very, yeah, that's murky, <laughs> very, uh, very white centric yeah thinking also also that's weird because like if they're thinking like white supremacy and they're like they were supreme but then they got washed out uh, i don't think they were <laughs> i don't think anyone intended for them to be number one yeah uh so this book and his ideas became this jumping off point for all these very 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 pseudoscientific theories about the existence of atlantis mm. It's pretty wild that just he 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 took a concept from a very long time ago and really ran with it and made it very um, sexy, I think. I also think his research was like very shallow and yeah. not at all thorough because if he had done more research, he would have found that Plato was literally the only person ever to write about like Atlantis, essentially, like at the time, and that if it was a thing, like, maybe there would have been more people talking about it or writing about it. Mm-hmm. But, like, since he was the only one writing about it, that should have been a red flag, but it wasn't, mm-hmm. so... Like, other people were writing back then. Plato wasn't yeah. the only one. no, other people were <laughs> writing, but no one else is, like, mentioning this catastrophic disaster of a civilization that was wiped out Yeah, at that time period. So it's like, hmm, this seems interesting. Yeah, so this this man truly took a work of fiction from thousands of years ago and tried to make it a real thing. Ugh. So it's like if in the year 3000, down mm-hmm. in the future here, yeah. uh, if someone discovers the story of Wonder Woman, let's say, mm-hmm. and thinks, oh, this is a really interesting story, wouldn't it be tight if there really was an entire island of only women where men just weren't allowed. Yeah. And they were all, like, all these women were hot, badass warrior babes with superpowers. Mm-hmm. And then they wrote, like, a whole ass book about it being a real place. And people were like, yes, this sounds very cool. Tell me more. This makes sense. So let's say that it's real. Yeah. Like, it, it, it just, like, spirals in that direction of where it's like, where, what are your qualifications, sir? And how did you come up with this? <laughs> Nobody asked those questions. Um, so... <laughs> And then if in the year 3000, somebody takes the story of Wonder Woman and like says it's a real thing that happened in history, and then tons of people kind of pile on and write more books and use tons of their resources and dedicate their lives to try to find a place that doesn't exist. Oh, my! like the Lilith Fair? (laughs) Wait, the Lilith Fair is real and exists? I know. But that's like what they end up trying to find because it's like- Oh, Oh, yeah. Like where are all the- I'm just, like, trying to think, like, where they could possibly say this, like, oh, existed because oh. it's, like, all – just all women. <laughs> and it's, like, well, the only place would be, like, Lilith Fair. Well, or they could find any uh, private island owned by a celebrity and True. be, like, oh, maybe this was it. And it's, like, <laughs> Richard Branson's island or yeah. something. That's a dude's island. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it, 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 it's so Yeah, crazy. it's so dumb. It, yeah, it's, like, basically someone if someone in three th- in the year 3000 finds a fucking comic book that's, like, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman and here's, like, the origin story and they rode horses and they were, like, warrior women and there was no dudes and they were, like, this was real? Yeah. The, exactly. Like, no. <laughs> well, the, and that's – That's what this is. Essentially yeah. what happened here. That's wild. Like, think of Plato as, like, I don't know who wrote Wonder Woman, but, like – 
Stan Lee. Yeah, Stan Lee. I don't, but it Probably. wasn't Stan Lee. Oh. But, because it's DC, not uh Oh, it Apple. is? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, Why so, are you even talking about it well, then? Actually, the story of Wonder Woman is pretty fucking spicy, and I'd like to do an episode on it. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Um, so also side note about this Donnelly guy. Uh-huh. He uh, also did not believe that Shakespeare wrote any of his plays, which was the conspiracy theory back then. Oh, my um, God. In 1888, he published a book called The Great Cryptogram, in which he proposed that Shakespeare's plays had been written by Sir Francis Bacon. And an idea that was an idea that was popular in the 19th and 20th century. He was so convinced by his own brilliance that he went all the way to England to try to uh, get his book published in England. And uh, he tried to get it published by this place called Samson Lowe. And he spoke at Oxford and Cambridge. And he discussed his thesis called Resolved that the works of William Shakespeare were composed by Francis Bacon. And they put that shit to an unsuccessful vote. They were like, good. Boo, this man. Get the fuck out of our country. You complete and utter twat. Okay, this is what we need today. We need Mm -hmm. scholars. We need a group of scholars voting on things and shutting shit down that should not be spread. Like, there should be a group of scholars that I mean, there's like the there's we give awards for people doing, you know, great works like the Nobel yeah yeah like Nobel prizes like are given out. But we should we, all, we should be policing this shit. Well, we do. I mean, people get Razzies. <laughs> <laughs> That's because, but those are things that like aren't. People, Razzies are, like, funny for, like, films and stuff. Mm. No one's believing that's real. But it's, like, people, we need, like, a panel of scholars that all they do is sit on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and go through and they and they get to officially mark stuff as bullshit or yeah. not bullshit. Like, I mean, there there's peer-reviewed shit all the time, but it, none of it gets any attention. The only thing that gets attention are things that are, like, you know, controversial and some of this stuff like nobody's nobody's even making a controversy about it because it's stupid you know what i mean like nobody's nobody wants to spend time on these kind of dumb things because they're dumb yeah <laughs> you know i know I, mean? I know that's like i think i was l- listening to neil degrasse tyson talking about like how even just to give energy to like shut down flat earthers yeah is so annoying and like it's giving any dumb thing oxygen but it's also like if you had to disprove every bullshit thing you would never be working to prove right. things and it's also like we already know it's not flat so why would we waste our fucking time on this you mm. know it's like true we can't be like finding every conspiracy theory and and trying to disprove it because they don't listen to reason anyway so it's what's it's like yeah. a moot point Oh, this is so frustrating to me. This makes me, like, so angry. Well, and this is why people nowadays don't – and there's so many alternative uh, ways to get your information disseminated, mm. you know, especially with the advent of the internet. Yeah. But this is this guy was, like, out here spread, trying to spread this information around without the internet, and he thought one of the easiest, best ways, obviously, to do that is to write books about all this bullshit. Yeah. But when he went into it – he walked into a room full of scholars – Right. And tried to present it. And Oxford, yeah. They're like, no, thank you. They were like, get 
the fuck out of here. Like, you are a con man and this is bullshit. Yeah. And he was so widely panned that the book became a complete failure and he was discredited. Like, that's how things should work. But they don't anymore because there are so many different ways. People now just self-publish books and people just go out there and start Which is good and bad, but... It's good and bad. Yeah. Because there's a lot of... It's not good when it comes to science. No, it's not good when it comes to science. It's good when it comes to... You creative know, works. Creative works or, uh, you know, marginalized people mm-hmm. being like needing to have more attention put on issues mm-hmm. in their communities. But this was not that. Yeah. This was a dumb fucking like pseudoscience-y bullshit, pseudo-historical bullshit Ugh. that – What an asshole. Yeah. I hope that when he walked into the room to like give his presentation, he walked in and they took one look at him and they're like, oh, you can like put the croissants over there or yeah. whatever. And he's like, no, I'm here to present to you. And they're like <laughs> – get the fuck out they're like oh that's cute yeah they're like and what what is your pedigree like where did you go to school what where did you study like what other things have you worked on who's your mentor and he's like um i've read the bible yeah and i've i've self self taught myself plato yeah i read like plato once and they're like play dough like the dough like you play with dough That makes sense. Did you eat some of it? Yeah, I think you ate too much. Yeah, it's non-toxic, but you still shouldn't eat it because look what it's done. (laughs) Yeah, this guy sucked. I hate him. Yeah, so that all. This is where the Atlantis theory just kind of explodes, and then from then on, multiple multiple people have become obsessed with it. Yeah, Uh, and there's many many theories about the. Uh, location of it now. Yeah. Um, but we'll get that to that in a little bit. I kind of want to talk about why – because I have a theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just talking about pseudoscience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's just a fun theory. Um, but it's also based on information, I suppose. Um, so I want to talk a little about about why Plato kind of like wrote about this yeah. and like why it was like uh, later looked at as – maybe truth or whatever. Mm, mm-hmm. Um so um back in like the 400s and 300s BCE, uh there was no Church of Scientology or Heaven's Gate or like even LDS for people to cling to. They had the Greek gods. Yeah. And this shit was crazy. Very very spicy. It's so it has hedonism. It has fucking terror. It has bestiality. Beast, uh, it is <laughs> The most wild, like, religion that has ever existed. Like, you think some parts of the Bible are scary? Ooh, fucking go head-to-head with Zeus. You know what I mean? That guy will fuck your shit up, you know? Like, polytheism is just... It a is lot. A lot. But it's fun. And honestly, I've always been obsessed with Greek and Roman mythology. Mm-hmm. And I always thought if I had to choose a religion, I would pick Greek mythology because... <laughs> Well, because it just, like, made more sense to me logistically. Because sure. it's like, oh, it's not like one, you know, one being kind of looking after everyone. It's like a lot of gods looking after specific things. They're all experts in their field, which sure. I really like the idea of that. Yes. Um, And so, you know, because they have, like, all the different gods in the Greek and Roman mythology are responsible for things that are very specific, like love, war, health, wealth, like sure. it's all very specific and yeah. that makes sense to me. It's like, oh yeah, you're an expert in your thing. Yeah. Um, and part of this like Greek life was to worship Zeus and Hera and Apollo and Artemis and Poseidon. Uh-huh. Okay. 
There's, I think there's 12 Greek gods, 12 or 13. God, the apostle or like the, um, uh, the Olympic, like the Olympians. Um, and so Poseidon is the god of the seas. He's responsible for the seas, water, storms, hurricanes, earthquake, and horses. He's basically Florida. Yeah. <laughs> he is like, he's like the outlier. He's out there. You know, Zeus is kind of like, I don't know what Zeus would be, but he's very powerful. He's also kind of fucked up. They're all fucked up. That's what the fun thing about I Greek love mythology. It. Yeah, they're, they're all, all like, flawed and like bitchy and rude. And, and, yeah. yeah. Oh, they will cut you if you fuck with them, and like yeah. they will because they're gods. Not care. They're out there fucking humans and stuff, making like you know half, half mortals yeah. and shit. Yeah. It's a wild time. I I love it. Um, it's great stories. Great stories. Great stories. 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 Yeah. Um, <laughs> emphasis on stories. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so Poseidon, essentially, with a strike of his triton, because he, that's like his like fun little weapon thing, he could make entire land masses and bodies of water. And one of the land masses, allegedly, was the city of Atlantis. That's like the origin in Plato's story of okay. all this. Um and so, again, not the resort, yeah. but that would be fun. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and also very, like, detailed. Yeah. But I think this was just, like, land. And then, like, people inhabited it and then, like, built, you know, a city and stuff. Um, but the trans- this is also, like, an interesting little piece. But the um, translation of Atlantis is actually the island of Atlas. And Atlas um, – as no one remembers because I had to Wikipedia it, <laughs> um, was a Titan. These are pre-Olympic gods, yeah. like pre-Olympians. So these are even before Zeus and all them. They're like the old school gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so layered. It's so much. We can't, we're not even barely touching upon it. Um, and he was a Titan and he uh, was also a philosopher and he essentially at some point was punished by the gods, by Zeus, I think, to forever carry the weight of the heavens on his back. He did something that Zeus didn't like. Probably yeah. like, we don't know. Um, but it probably had to do with fucking. And then, <laughs> um, and then, uh, but according to Plato, the the first king of Atlantis was named Atlas, but was not the, the Atlas. Titan Atlas. Uh-huh. It was a different Atlas who was the son of Poseidon and the mortal w- woman. Clecio or Clecho. Okay, but here's a big, big, big signal to everyone that this is all fake bullshit. The first king of Atlantis was named Atlas, the son of Poseidon, <laughs> who's fake, and a mortal woman. Okay, so like, that, hey, yeah. <laughs> if we take away anything from this, if you're like unsure on the fence that like Atlantis was maybe a real place, here's a good. Yeah, here's a good part to underline or highlight in in Plato's book <laughs> that helps you like figure this out. Yeah. Anyway, this is my theory. Yeah. A long way of saying, I think this whole this whole quote unquote story hoax, whatever. I think this was Plato's offering to Poseidon. It's fan fiction. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He was like he worshipped the gods because yeah. that's what. That was what you did at that time. You worshipped the the Greek um, gods of, of Olympus. And he was like, you know what? I like Poseidon the most. I think I'm going to write like a little story about him. Oh, my gosh. Like, what if he did? So. Love it. This is it. It is not. He did not. 
actually know a guy named Atlas that was this half, you know, the son and a half of a god and half of a mortal lady. Yeah. No, it's all like fucking because he had a boner for Poseidon. It's like how Superman is kind of an allegory for Jesus. Sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, totally. He just like loved it and was just like, I want to write a story because I think this guy's badass. Yeah. So, Yeah. Where th- that's I love that theory, and I think that's a very important thing to think about when we're actually t- discussing the million dollar question. Oh, which is where mm. was Atlantis? You're right, because as Plato kind of describes in his uh, his stories about it, is that it sunk into the sea in a day and a night. So, and he also describes it as being, like, off the coast of uh, the Strait of Gibraltar. Right. Which, that's just made up. But people have been, like, looking in this area of where it could possibly be, according to Plato's right. fake story. I mean, it's a real story, but it's a, uh, about a fake thing. Right, right. His fic- work of fiction. His work of fiction. So It's like looking for the island where Wonder Woman lives. Yeah, exactly. Um so there's so many theories and ideas about where this made-up place could possibly be. And some of the theories are backed up by some actual archaeological evidence. But in reality, these, like, sites that people have found over the over time could be evidence of literally any other civilization. Yeah. Like, why does it have to be Atlantis? Why? I don't know why everyone's so obsessed with Atlantis and is trying to superimpose this fairy tale onto a probably very real civilization that actually existed. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's annoying. And, uh, yeah, people still are out here trying to say, oh, maybe this was the origin of, or maybe this was where Atlantis was, or maybe, and I'm telling you, it is half of the globe. It spans, like, possible places for where Atlantis could be are endless. Oh my god, the bottom of the fucking ocean, which we will never see. Like there there it could be any or it could just be gone. It's super fucking old. And it's like collectively at this point like there is a consensus among actual scholars and historians that it is a myth and it was a rhetorical device used by Plato. Mhm. It's all rhetoric. It's like it's like you said, it's an allegory. It's just a story. Um, but honestly, this hasn't stopped many people from any YouTubers from talking about it. No. And so we're going to talk just real quick about some of the possible places that people have suggested it could possibly be. Oh, my God. Number one, the Bermuda Triangle. You know what else is in the Bermuda Triangle? What? Lilliput. Mm. Mordor. Mm. Hanging Gardens of Babylon. It's all fucking there, baby. I mean... <laughs> Maybe the Hanging Gardens of ba- – I would believe more that the Hanging Gardens of Babylon are real before I believe before Atlantis mm. because Babylon actually existed. Right. Babylon was real. It's just like a specific that like is hard to prove. Yeah. Um. Honestly though, you can say anything's in that goddamn triangle because it – You. I mean it's its own bullshit. It's like mm. – it's like meta. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the, of the whole bit about Hot Pockets by Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> Where it's like, okay. uh, do you want a hot pocket? It's a hot pocket within a hot pocket, and we serve it on a hot pocket. Like it's just like bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Yeah, like, yeah. It just goes deeper, deeper. It's like those little uh, Russian dolls or yeah. whatever. Where it's like, oh, put this, put this myth inside a myth, yeah, and then we'll put this inside a myth, and then it will be so deep in myths we don't have to prove shit. Ugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. <sighs> and so yeah, if you, we can't get to the Bermuda Triangle, so how could we ever prove it? Yeah, it's not even really a thing, is it? Like. 
No, I, I mean, we should definitely do an episode on it. Yeah, but. we should, because I'm curious. I mean, it's an area, but it's not like a black, uh, it's not like a real thing. No. It's not like, oh, there's a black hole in the Bermuda Triangle that like eats up planes and people and like they never are seen or heard from again. It's like, that's just called a shipwreck or a plane accident. Well, and it's like, dude, the fucking ocean is so massive. Yeah. Like, I, no, you can't. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, also, it's like, when was the last time you heard about something happening in the Bermuda Triangle? It's like, before we could even like communicate quickly or or like had like black boxes and planes and shit yeah. like okay yeah then there was like some mystique around planes disappearing and stuff because yeah. we had no cl- like, like when Amelia Earhart yeah. disappeared people were like oh man there had to be something nefarious nah dude like yeah she was a very skilled uh, pilot but shit, shit happens. happens shit happens and people just like want to blame something bad happening on something that's mystical yeah so and then there's another place i guess called the right right oh the ricat ricat structure structure. this thing's actually cool it's also known as the eye of the sahara it's a geologic dome it's visible from space so like we didn't even know it existed Mm -hmm. until we started uh space exploration because no one could see it it's like flat and Mm. it's in the middle of the desert in Mauritania. Is that a place? Uh-huh. Um, and it, uh, it's like basically 25 miles across and it's huge. And it has these like concentric rings when you look at it. Whoa. And it's, yeah, it's like, it's wild. It's like on the, it's like the, um, Northwest top of, the continent of Africa is Whoa. like where it is, and it's in the fucking middle of nowhere. That's crazy. And so no one ever saw it. But then in from space, people were like, "What is that?" Yeah. And then they gave coordinates. They went and found it. Yeah. Now it's something like a space explorers look forward to because it's like you'll be flying over there and there's nothing, and, and like they look sudden, for it. They, yeah. They're like, "Oh, there it is." Yeah. yeah it's kind of fun. Um. So anyway, there have been a ton of excavations since. Like, at this site, right? At this site. Yeah. And they found artifacts and stuff, but scholars still aren't exactly sure. Like, they know it was a natural occurrence, like some sort of geologic dome formed in that area. And, like, maybe early, early civilizations used it as, like, a place where they, like, kind of inhabited around there. Or And there's, like, you know, they've, like, made little buildings. There's old, old artifacts from there. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's not... Atlantis no. and people think like oh yeah like it wasn't like oh, no. it, it's not it's not well and I think too people like to inject a lot of um actual science and this is how you get pseudoscience mm-hmm. is you take a dash of bullshit and mix <laughs> in some real science and then you're like see I'm smart I know things mm-hmm. um the earth has changed pretty dramatically and you know the not that dramatically but there was different geological things happening over the millennia. Yeah. So maybe that portion of Africa was different and people yeah. are trying to like be like, well, this is what it was like 10,000 years ago, whatever. Yeah. When the the pre-dawn uh, of man time or whatever, when yeah. they're trying to say that there were actual humans inhabiting places that were totally different 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 years ago. Yeah. But I don't know. That's wild. So... And then the other theory, another theory is that Antarctica is Atlantis. It's just like, no, 
like, that place has always been frozen. <laughs> it's so fucking frozen. Like, yeah. it is, there's ice melting where, like, the water is so old. It's like the world was barely formed. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, how, no, no one ever lived there. It's wild. But I think they thought, like, someone brought out the idea. This guy, Charles Hapgood, wrote a book. 1958, Earth's Shifting Crust, which featured a foreword by Albert Einstein, which is disappointing. Ow. But I feel like Albert Einstein Albert Einstein had to be somewhat fringy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, t- to be, like, so bold and be coming up with a lot of the stuff he was coming oh, up with sure. and, like, the ideas. Like, he was very smart, but also maybe had some weird things. Yeah. With sure. Some weird ideas. Um, So I get it. But... This guy said that around 12,000 years ago, the Earth's crust shifted, displacing the continent, and then it became Antarctica. So it was Hmm. somewhere else frozen completely solid, I guess, but not because he's saying people lived there. Um, And then moved north way – like way further from where it originated. Mm -hmm. And then his theory um, surfaced right before basically science was – like, no, we have a full understanding of plate tectonics now, and – That's not what happened. That's not what happens. <laughs> like, your shifting crust idea isn't a thing, and, like, you're very fringy. And it's crusty. It's crusty. <laughs> it's so crusty, and, like, we're not even going to start to, like, chip away at it. Yeah. Because it's bullshit. And then another theory is that it was an island in the mid-Atlantic Ocean that mm-hmm. just straight up sunk, kind of <sighs> like Plato was talking about in his story. Yeah. Um, and this is where Donnelly, Ignatius, yep. Donnelly came in and argued that, like, all these things that happened that humans discovered over time, such as metallurgy, language, agriculture, they all were handed down by the people of Atlantis. Um, to, like, dumber – like, yeah. his part of his theory is that, like, it was such, like, a forward-thinking – place and then it was passed down to people who weren't as advanced because we would have gone backwards like if Atlantis existed and was this place where everyone was like and then it was destroyed like people it still took people a really long time to like gain momentum sure well it's just like how we look at ancient Egyptians now and we're like there's no way a human being could have been advanced to this degree that they were at this point in time. So we just say aliens, you know, like, <laughs> or Atlanteans. That's, that's where, right. That's where all this comes yeah, into yeah, play. Yeah. Um, or Lilliputians. Lilliputians, mm-hmm. you know, Martians, whatever the fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Human beings have always been very innovative and like, I don't know what was happening in Egypt. Maybe, okay, this is a theory I have. If we're going to be going down this fucking oh, road, okay, maybe... Egyptians, thousands and thousands of years ago, had advanced technology, like computers and shit, Mm -hmm. and they stored all their information in the cloud, like we do now. Yeah. And then something cataclysmic happened, like, I don't know, a fucking, I don't know. They had satellites up in space and everything, maybe, because of the aliens. And then, (laughs) and then... Something bad happened. They all their information was lost. Like they had a massive power outage, or, or like they forgot their password. <laughs> they forgot their password to log into the cloud, and all that information just went yeah. gone. Cool. That's what's and what if they in, did have tablets? I mean, that's true. 
No, but they've like found like uh, stuff for like batteries and stuff from back then. Really? Which is pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. that's wild. But anyway, it's all so stupid. Yeah, it's all so stupid. Um, also, I think that guy made the assu- – like all Donnelly. of – Yeah, Donnelly like made this assumption like – Remember, this is, like, the end of the 19th century, mm-hmm. like, 1890s or something. Yeah. He made this assumption with with the assumption that the Atlantic Ocean is only a few hundred feet deep. Oh, no. Which is, like, cool, bro. You like, fucking... you don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh... Yeah. As we now know, the Atlantic Ocean is thousands of like deeper than we miles and miles and miles and miles and miles and hundreds of miles it's crazy deep so um he did not understand that though and he just thought it was like hanging out at the bottom of the pool basically yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. like a turd at the bottom of the pool yeah um also um the guy said donnelly donnelly said that it like so he described a continent flooded by shifting ocean waters and it sank to the bottom, which Plato said it did in the Atlantic Ocean. Like, he, like, basically piggybacked and was like, here's what's happening. Um, and then uh, Plato explains it just outside the Pillars of Hercules, which are two rocks that mark the entrance of the Strait of Gibraltar. But, again, no no one is buying this. No. And it's not a few hundred feet deep there. No. It's very, very deep. It's very more deep than that. There's one last theory, and it's why are we still doing this? Because <laughs> humans, you know. <laughs> no, up. I mean you and me. Why are we still talking oh, about oh, this? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. We'll stop soon. No, no, but we – uh, but there are – so there are places that have existed in history that are like this. That are tr- that are lost. Like A, we, yeah, we in, know that there were – you know, civilizations that existed. Yeah. But we just don't know what happened to them. Yeah. Like, there, there's still mysteries in this world. Why can't we focus on those? The that real, are real. Ones. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it is, like, that region in particular is, like, I read something where it's like, well, it's very inhabitable because of the temperate weather mm-hmm. and it's easy to grow food. And so, like, a lot of people stayed and lived in those areas and, like, civilizations were formed because they could grow foods and raise animals and yep. it, it was temperate. But the other thing, which we know from actual place, like, found civilizations like um, Pompeii at the foot of Mount Vesuvius, mm-hmm. like – Think, I mean, these places did exist, but because of the te- tectonic shifts, because of the volcanic activity, things were wiped out. Wiped out. Yeah. And in some cases, like, preserved perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that did actually happen. So there is, like, a lost civilization that they have found as recently as, like, 2001. Like, 1990s to, to – 1994 to 2001 is, like, really when they made a lot of headway on it. Okay. Um, So if you're, like – into lost civilizations, but you're more of a facts gal. Yeah. I have something for you. Oh. We'll, we'll end it. on, like, actual real facts. Love it. Um, And that is Haliki. Haliki. Something like that. So this was an ancient Greek city-state, and it was submerged by a tsunami in uh, 373 BCE. Okay. Um, And it is documented. Like, that, they know that's when it happened. Okay. Like, literally to the year. Um. It's located two kilometers from the Corinthian Gulf near the city of Bora. 
Mm-hmm. So not he, Bora Bora. No, not Bora Bora. B o u r a. I don't know what that means. But it, this is in Greece. But there are like places all through the region that are very similar, like ruins. Yeah. There are ruins that they've uncovered. But this is like very specifically a one that was documented. We know this happened. People spent centuries trying to find this place, and they were always looking in the ocean. And then in 1988, a female archaeologist named Dora Katsunopoulou realized something super, super important, which was that people had been assuming the city sunk into the Corinthian Gulf because the texts used the word porous, which I guess means like inlet or or um, it means like lagoon or something. Mm, so mm, they were like, mm. oh, water. So it's underwater. Like it was oh. submerged. It's underwater. So they were looking off the coasts of Greece. They were looking in, like in the like fully in, in the, the ocean. Gulf. Yeah, yeah, like in the Corinthian Gulf. They're like, it's it has to be here somewhere. But Dora realized in 1988 that the translation could be interpreted as an inland lagoon. Oh. So like with the context around it, huh. it she was like, oh, this is this is we may be looking in the wrong place. It may be something that was more inland. So then they started looking on land. And sure enough, they found it. Oh, my God. And what had happened was a very large earthquake caused the soil to soften and the city just sunk. Yeah. Like the whole thing. Kind of like a sinkhole, but not but not because it wasn't a sinkhole. It yeah. just the, – the, um, the crust underneath it or whatever like got soft and it just was unsupported and it literally fell like feet oh, wow. into the ground. Wow. Um, and – uh, we know what happens when there are very large earthquakes in close proximity to the ocean. A giant tsunami wave was created, oh, no. filled the hole, like the city, which was now a hole, and totally submerged it. Holy shit. And so it flooded it. And eventually over time, like there there was water, like it created like, you know, there was like a river and stuff over it. And it, it it's... Um, I don't know the size of it, but it, I mean, it was like a fair size, but it, you know, like over time water just created silt over it and it began kind of like layering like, on top. Yeah. And then, it, so it was buried over time and then it was just no longer visible. And in 1994, they used like, um, something called a magnometer, mm-hmm. uh, which is like a fancy tool that helped them look underground. Wow. And they were able to see like, oh, there is stuff here. And they cleared away the water and they started digging and they found entire structures, artifacts. They found like basically what they think was like a town center like temple Whoa. for the gods, like the Greek gods. It was like a um yeah, like a worshiping place. And this is all like why is this relevant? And here's like another weird theory, but I feel like this makes sense. Some speculate that this was the event Plato wrote about, okay. which makes fucking ton of sense. Yeah. If he was going to base it on any historical events happening, the timing makes sense. This happened in 373 BC. Yep. He mm-hmm. was alive then. Mm-hmm. He was writing shit. Um it's in Greece, which is where he's from. Yeah. Um it it had to do with like water and, you know, a lost city and all this stuff like if anything, this yeah. makes the most sense. And it's like, why aren't people making mind-blowing videos about this on YouTube? You know what I mean? It's like, this is actually interesting. If that's what he wrote about, that's yeah. cool. Because now we have, like, that documented. And there's, like, and there's evidence. There's, like, actual evidence. Evidence of this existing. Like, yeah. they found this place. Yeah. And it's a lost city. It's a lost city. <laughs> and, like, okay, no, Poseidon didn't create it, blah, blah, blah. And, like, it wasn't as 
advanced. Like it's, you know, it but it was advanced. Like, I mean, it was the whole like civilization. Well, that's the thing that people are putting on these, this whole idea is this idea that there was just this mythological race of people. Yeah. And that's where it gets very weird. Yeah. And that's, they were just, who knows? But it was probably, they were just people. They just lived (laughs) there. They were just people of the time. Yeah. Just like Plato. Just like Plato. I don't know. I know. But that's, that's the coolest shit. Like, it's true. That's real. I know. Why don't people care about that? Fucking science found that shit. Because people like to cherry pick. Yeah. The things that are support yeah their w- weird beliefs yeah so you know uh, well i hated a, this uh, yeah <laughs> until the end and then i was excited no it's when i actually found something it was like this place could be the real atlantis i was like okay and then i read it and i'm like oh no this sounds like yeah, more realistic. I mean, Atlantis in the in the sense of this made up place that people like to put uh you know, this weird crazy mythology on like yeah. saying that a bunch of white people are the ones responsible <laughs> for all any kind of uh modernization ma- and major yeah. technological breakthroughs of the past several millennia. Yeah. Um, and if they are, it's cuz they probably stole a lot of it and like <laughs> They were just pillaging and taking credit for everything. Well, so. that, and that's the that's the really problematic message behind Atlantis. I believe, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that like no African or uh, you know Egyptian culture, whatever? I mean, Egypt is Africa, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. n- they could not have brown and black people could not have possibly thought up all this stuff. It was white people. <sighs> like that's the, that's kind of the message. Yeah. So Ugh, just uh, keep that in mind. Uh, yeah. When you think about Atlantis. So gross. That some shit-ass Minnesotan <laughs> dum-dum thought of. Yeah. Snake oil. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got. Yeah, same. I'm glad this is over. Yep. Because it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know to watch dumb YouTube videos of bullshit people anymore. <laughs> Except I probably do at some point again, because we'll get there again. Yeah, you know we're I- gonna we're gonna probably talk about <laughs> fucking Bermuda Triangle down the road here. I so. mean, oh my god, what a nightmare. Well, no, I'll like it. It's that, fun. That sounds fun. Yeah, I didn't really know much about this, so it's interesting. It's a very interesting. It's there's all- and there's tons and tons of other shit out there, but I didn't know people thought it was real. Like I just always assumed it was myth mythological. Uh huh. And I didn't really understand that people thought it was real. Yeah. I thought it was like a fun tongue-in-cheek thing, like like how they made the Atlantis Resort, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, the lost city of Atlantis, like come to this or whatever, and it's like, oh, that's a fun, like it's well, like yeah. Treasure Island. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, it, and and this is what's funny to me is that like again going to the idea of of uh you know a thousand years or two thousand years in the future. Yeah. Of uh whatever, whoever's existing. Hopefully humans are still around, um, but humans in the future finding our old shit, our our traces of our civilization. Yeah, they're going to be so confused by like Vegas and the Atlantis <laughs> Resort. Like, yeah. They're going to be like, "What were these people doing?" Yeah. Like it's going to—I don't know. Oh, what? Yeah, they made this place to come to and just like decimate their bodies and lose all their money yeah, yeah and then they go home depressed to a life they don't even want <laughs> what a sad place they're gonna think that like the water slides were like w- toilets toilets or they are or, <laughs> or yeah 
<laughs> or like, uh, uh, I don't know, like yeah. that they put people to death by yeah. sending them down them or something. Oh I don't my know. god. Or like that was our exercise, like running up it yeah. or something. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, They're going to have all kinds of weird theories that are totally wrong. I know. And that's, we'll why, just... that's why anthropology is so interesting, trying mm-hmm. to figure out what humans were all about I know. thousands of years ago. All right. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> to us uh, sputter on about non-real places <sighs> and us get really, really grouchy about it. Yeah. <laughs> yikes. So many yikes. So many yikes. You know what? Uh, follow us on social media. Ooh, at DTFU Podcast, all the places. Yeah. Oh, we have a Patreon. We have a Patreon. Yeah. Um, we just uploaded a bonus episode that's really fun. Yeah. Honestly, like, we, well, we did the history of men's underwear. So if that's interesting to you. Yeah, because we did the history of women's underwear as, mm-hmm. a, as a regular episode. Uh, yep. but we were like, hmm, maybe we should talk about men's underwear. Yeah. And so we, we talked about that on the Patreon bonus bonus episode mm-hmm. we're gonna yeah we got we did our q a so all that's ready mm-hmm. to go we're, we're gonna re- we're gonna record a um commentary episode mm-hmm. on uh, honestly i crushed the entire season of it last night oh my god of cheer oh oh wow what a wild ride i cried so much watching that shit man. oh my god it's good it's very good i'm a big jerry stan <laughs> <sighs> i like i like jerry but I really like him and Ladarius together. Oh, yeah. Like they're very fun and it's very sweet. Yeah. Like and just how they like teach each other. I know. Oh, I know. anyway, th- I'm gonna save that for the commentary. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's just a little taste. Ooh, <laughs> tasty. Um, and you know what? Be excellent to yourselves and each other. Um. Bye. Bye.